journey in season 2, we've introduced ourselves to and explored various alternative means of therapy that can aid our mental health and help us express ourselves better. Welcome to Lone Pack Conversations. I'm Valerie. Today we're talking to Avantika Malhotra, a psychologist and registered expressive arts therapist. She's the founder of Soul Canvas Art for Wellness and a faculty member at the Dance Movement Therapy Training Courses with the Creative Movement Therapy Association of India and Tata Institute of Social Sciences Mumbai. Hey Avantika. Hi Valerie. Thank you for being here. Thank you for having me. <laughs> So as mentioned um, earlier we've had people with backgrounds in different modalities of alternative therapy who have introduced us to art dance music narrative writing therapy and a lot more hmm. um how does expressive arts therapy differ from these forms hmm uh so expressive arts therapy is really an intermodal process mm-hmm. so which means that you're moving between different art forms within a particular session uh, and with each of those transfers which we call intermodal transfer from one art form to another there is an exploration of another layer another depth uh, that is revealed in that process of using the arts for self expression uh, mm-hmm. and what it really taps into is this multi sensory approach right so um we some of us might notice that we are more visual um you know we think visually we perceive the world more visually for some of us it's more based on sound and auditory uh, sensations for some of us it's about touch and feel right so mm-hmm. and the kinesthetics of it so really like expressive arts therapy includes all of those different uh, art modalities because uh, you know when it was founded in the 1970s uh, by Paolo Nil and Sean McNiff and then others who came along on the journey they were all artists from different fields musician visual artist but realizing that there were overlaps uh, between the art forms itself so you know they included sight sound voice movement breath gestures dialoguing and writing so all these different forms kind of came into the process and that's when they realized that it's hard to actually separate them uh and there is a lot of value in bringing in these different forms together as well uh and tapping right. into all these different um you know sensory um mediums in order to help uh of or facilitate individuals and to release to uh express to share to have insights and of course all of this in the context of uh growth transformation healing and even social change right so you told us that um it's a way of bringing different art forms together and for purposes like healing expressing sharing and releasing your emotions in a way hmm. so what kind of mental distress has expressive arts therapy been able to help with yeah so you know it's all kinds of mental health issues that 
one can explore through expressive mm-hmm. art therapy. Um, the the basis is really creating a safe therapeutic facilitated environment with a trained expressive arts therapist and uh, the let's say if we look at the kind of uh, reasons that people might come for therapy it's going to range from stress to anxiety depression uh, working with trauma uh, maybe exploring relationship dynamics uh, conflicts, decision making. So really, it's the whole range, all the way to um, exploring grief or eating disorders or body image or gender and sexuality. Because uh, if you look at all of these mental health issues, uh, they 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 live in our bodies and we experience the world through our bodies and the memories and experiences that uh, contribute to. Uh, some of these issues are uh, are related so the mind and body can't really be separated it's 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 one and that integrated approach can really help you uh, look at all of these mental health issues so it's really not different from um, talk therapy in that sense in terms of the benefits that you can have and also uh, the reasons why you might go for expressive arts therapy right so, Avantika, what got you interested in expressive arts therapy as opposed to something like conventional talk therapy? And what's a form of alternative therapy that you resonate with the most? Hmm. Um, so, personally, for me, it's really my my love for the arts. Uh, right from uh, my schooling years, as long as I can remember, I have been... Uh, singing and uh, speaking in public and, uh, you know, creating art as a child. And then uh, moving on to college, I was engaged with uh, dramatics. And, um, you know, in my teenage years, I remember that I I used to really dabble with um, oil pastels and poetry. uh, And, you know, those were really those spaces where I came alive. And so you've I, really done a little bit of everything then. Yeah, <laughs> yeah pretty much. Uh, I am definitely one of those. Uh, and mm-hmm. I can't say that I've, I've specialized in anyone, but of course I have my uh, preferences. Uh, and, uh, you know, what I, what I can remember is that I was a shy, nerdy, but also very social child growing up. And... Mm-hmm. Uh, and the the school I went to really ha- put a lot of emphasis on extracurriculars and and the arts, and I think that was just amazing for my own personal uh, growth and development. And it brought brought a certain aliveness and confidence in me. So of yes. course, it was the love for the arts and engaging with the arts throughout throughout my life, along with you know having studied psychology and like many people falling in love with the subject. And being someone who wanted to help and support others, it led me to seeking this path. And it also led me to quit a more conventional, safe, um, corporate life. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, that's what really brought me here. And I've never looked back. And I think it's been one of the best decisions uh, to, to do something you love for work. 
Uh, and in my work personally, I I use um, visual art and uh, writing and poetry. Uh, I'm, I'm most comfortable and work with ease uh, with these these languages of the arts mm-hmm. and writing. Uh, and when it comes to like choosing to attend workshops for myself, I think movement and drama seem to really bring out like different sides of me that are very revealing and it helps me explore my edge in those spaces. That's nice. Yeah. Hmm. So um, if I'd ask you that, um, so like you said, expressive arts therapy is an intermodal form of therapy. You have a little bit of all of the alternative forms working together, right? Yes, you may have two or more in a given session. Mm -hmm. So um, is it easier for somebody now um, who does not have a preference to one specific kind, if somebody is not necessarily inclined towards art or music, um, is it easier for them to do expressive arts therapy where they can maybe understand what they're more inclined to as opposed to starting with one specific form? Yeah, so I think, you know, the way we approach it in therapy is is firstly to um, to help the individual feel at ease with mm-hmm. the materials and with the modalities. So it's a very uh, gentle bringing in uh, and helping them express through just basic sound or gesture. It could be really small movements. It could be uh, painting to music, for instance. So just getting comfortable with the different modalities. And for that, you know, it doesn't really require you to have uh, any kind of um, skill in it. The only thing that's really needed is a, a level of interest and curiosity to want to explore through the arts. Uh, and yes, you might, you know, ask the individual if they've had any previous experience with the arts and uh, if they have a particular preference when it comes to um a certain modality that they're more comfortable with. Uh, Mm -hmm. But if you look at it at a really basic level, it's about playing. It's about shaping. It's about creating and experimenting in the realm of a particular theme that is being explored in therapy, which is linked to what the person came in for and the issue they, they might be bringing in. And so in that play, it's really about low skills, uh, so mm-hmm. so it's not really about how beautiful the art is or how well you're moving your body. It's more about connecting with yourself through this language and through this being the medium. Right. Uh, and, and that is possible when there is a non-judgmental space, when there is, um, uh, when there's no sense of right and wrong. And, you know, it's really the job of the therapist to kind of bring the person into it very gradually um, and smoothly. So there's a whole system and method to it uh, in order to ease the client into the process. So at that point, then it really doesn't matter, um, you know, whether they've had experience or not with a particular art form. Right. So following up on that, when you talk about the job of a therapist, now, how do you, as an expressive arts therapist, how do you group together these various forms of creative therapies for each client, for them to know what they'll resonate with best? And how do you help people understand what they're feeling through this entire process? 
Hmm. Yeah, it's a good question. So, you know, if you think about, uh, if I were to take you through a session, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, every session has a particular flow. So the client might come in and in the beginning, uh, you would engage in some amount of talk to understand what brings them here, what is it that they're looking to um, work with or explore. Uh, and then the session uh, moves into a warm-up. So now this warm-up could be to ground and sense into the present moment. It might be moving to music and and uh, really coming into your body. Uh, it, may, it may be uh, painting to music. So these are all just different ideas of how one might warm up to the space, to the materials and to coming into the present. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then that, from that warm up, you lead them into um, an uh, immersive experience with the arts. And now this could be a movement uh, exercise or a visual art experience. And uh, really staying with the art itself. So staying at the surface of the work, looking at the quality, the textures, the colors, um, and what feelings are emerging from that, what sensations it's bringing up. Uh, and there is, it's woven around the theme. So the, the theme is what is explored in depth. So you may be moving from visualizing to painting to writing within this process. So and when you say theme, um, when you say theme, what exactly do you mean? Yeah, so by theme, I mean that we might be exploring, um, say, boundaries, for instance. Mm-hmm. Right. And the theme could be that or the theme could be um, experiencing grief and uh, expressing what that feels like through paper or through clay uh, or through collage. Mm-hmm. So uh, the theme would be really the, the topic of exploration. It could be exploring uh, different paths uh, and having to decide which one to take. It could be okay. about staying in a relationship or leaving it. It could be around uh, career, uh, right? So it, it's any question or intention that is being held uh, or a particular um, issue that the person is is dealing with uh, that could be more long-term and long, long-standing. So you might ex- explore a particular theme over many, many sessions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so as the theme develops, you're exploring the art and the art is, uh, you're shaping and creating and you're staying with it at the, at the surface level. And, um, at this point, you're really engaging the, you know, the left brain, which is, which is the creative, emotional, um, side of you, right? Right. Not bringing any, uh, rational mind thinking into it so the arts really takes you into a different world it's this imaginary play space uh, where you are uh, constructing and deconstructing and transforming things through the medium of the art through the pro- through the props or through your mm-hmm. through working with the body and then the, after this there is a stepping back and observing the process everything that just happened um 
and looking at it and seeing okay what was that like what was there something that stood out was there a particular moment in that movement or a particular part of that picture that really seems um to attract you or surprise you and what is this opening up to so mm-hmm. you know it's more of this witness reflective space and then from that space you you transition into bridging that into how does this now have meaning for you in your life right so how does this relate back and we circle back to the original conflict or distress that the person came in with and then we we look at okay what what is uh, what insight is emerging from this process and then typically the session ends with that sharing and debrief so talk therapy is also a big part of um, expressive arts therapy and then right. we might end with a closing ritual uh, at the end of the session right so it's it sounds like a very comprehensive thing where you talk about what you'd want to explore and then through arts you express yourselves and at the end of it you have something to take away you have something that you learn from it so that you can you know help transform your life yes absolutely yeah and and the beauty is that when you're working with the arts it gives you an opportunity to move away from that rational thinking mind Right. Uh, and really tune into your body so when you tune into your body you're tuning into the the more subconscious layers uh, and tapping into a a wisdom or a truth that is inherent within you right yeah yeah so avantika um when we look back at all the episodes that um we've had so far with discovering different alternative means of therapy we've understood that therapy for mental health goes far beyond conventional talk therapy even though that is a big part of what forms alternative therapy hmm. and that people can express themselves and their emotions through various different modalities now when we keep this in mind um where do you think people could go from here and how do you envision the future of alternative therapy hmm yeah uh so i i think that alternative therapies are you know becoming extremely relevant and very very valuable in our present time um mm-hmm. especially when you know we're moving so fast in our minds and sometimes our body is not at the same pace and it's so important to to pause and step back and actually uh you know bring those two together in alignment so there is an openness now i think more than ever before for cre- uh, you know to even hire creative arts therapists or expressive arts therapists as part of teams of counselors in schools and ngos and even in hospitals as part of mental health departments uh so you know it it's really exciting to to see that that slowly and steadily there are job opportunities opening up there are many more training programs in india itself uh and this physical emotional health connection uh yeah. is is becoming undeniably um important uh so you know if someone is experiencing persistent headaches body pain or indigestion certainly it has some roots that are connected to their emotions their beliefs their ways of thinking 
and um, we can't run away from that so i think you know with all the awareness that's there and thanks to you know podcasts like yours uh, there is now uh, possibility of seeking therapy and seeking it through different ways creative ways alternative ways and mm-hmm. i think very very slowly the stigma around seeking help in a country like india is starting to you know dissolve or at least there are newer more healthy narratives that are coming to the surface so yeah. being part of the community of therapists working in this field it really is like all of our dream for it to become mainstream and also to have a more equal to have an equal uh, equal re- respect and value for the arts and the science which comes together in this whole umbrella of creative arts therapies yeah so i'm extremely I'm, hopeful <laughs> i think you summed it up so beautifully when you said you know that um it's so important to keep your mind and your body in sync because they may move at a different pace and alternative therapy when you're talking about you're talking about how you can use your body more than your mind and more than talking to actually just take a step back and understand yourself better right and you summed it up so beautifully when you explained what the motive of alternative therapy actually is and you know you take these little steps towards trying to shatter that stigma around seeking help and seeking alternative therapy as a means of therapy absolutely yeah yeah avantika thank you so much for talking to us today for spreading you know light on what expressive arts therapy is about letting us know that um when we spoke about different alternative means of therapy um it's only fitting to end our series on expressive arts therapy which basically brings all of these forms together in different ways and you spoke to us about the importance of alternative therapy you spoke to us about um knowing that we can understand our bodies so much better and you know it'll just help take this hopefully it'll help bring awareness to people about what what alternative therapy is and you know um help bring it into something that's more mainstream and sought by people without that stigma of what it is or what it's like absolutely yeah and you summed it up beautifully <laughs> and i think uh, it's yeah i think it's just important for people to know that uh, you know it's no problem is big or small and uh, there is absolutely no shame in seeking support and there are so many ways in which you could seek it uh, so yeah yeah so thank you so much for um these really insightful questions as well it really got me also thinking and reconnecting with my own journey in this field it's, it's been a pleasure thank you so much avantika mm-hmm.